Hello and welcome to That Park Life Podcast. I, of course, am Greg, joined by... Beth, and I'm here with the magic with a special... That was not a pun, or it was a pun. <laughs> and I'm here for your fresh mouth, but also we have a guest with us today. Hello. Hey. Hello. Welcome, Jason. Thank you for having me. Of and, course, yeah. Um, I hopefully my fre- my mouth is fresh enough. Yeah, I hope so too. You know, sometimes yeah. we have these like pre conversations going on that people don't know about, and then we start our episode, and it's kind of hard to come back from that. So there are some giggles I feel like coming still from here's, from me at least. Here's the thing. So Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen DeGeneres, close personal friend of mine, um, mm-hmm. says that before she goes out to start her talk show, she has a breath mint in her mouth because she thinks that like fresh breath means like she's more comfortable talking and, and stuff. So. Since I used to have to do a lot of public speaking in a previous job, I thought like, okay, she's probably not wrong about something. So I tried it out and it really does make a difference. So I was telling um, the both of you that before this, I I like to brush my teeth. Um, But then particularly today, because I had a very garlicky pizza before this, and I don't want to run myself out of my own room. But I think you just coined the term fresh mouth. So I think that's what threw me off with fresh mouth. But anyway, so hey, hashtag. (laughs) <laughs> fresh mouth well if we're food motivated i guess we should couple it with fresh mouth yeah, when we can fresh mouth so we're here right. with jason who i he's one of those accounts where i just like randomly came across kind of a thing and was blown away listen i got to give you a couple of compliments and i hope that you're willing to take them mm-hmm. oh i thought you were about to say i have to give you a couple of criticisms oh, no. yes. like, oh, i actually brought this you so here. early in the podcast those are for later in the episode oh yeah actually okay. my entire intention of bringing you here was just to insult you yeah. So, <laughs> why should today be any different? So we're about to mute your microphone, and you're just going to sit there and take it. Yes. Oh yeah. Fantastic. So um, one of the things I like most about your videos that you bring to us. So if you want to f- see any of the things that I'm about to compliment of Jason's, you can follow him on Instagram at Here with the Magic or his website HereWithTheMagic.com. Also, same title there on YouTube. So there are quite a few videos of Disney World out there on YouTube, right? That's not new to us. We know that everyone's got like their hand in it, it seems. However, the thing I like about Jason's is his use of uh, like the 180 and 360 degree technology, which I think is so awesome. And as you describe yourself in your Instagram account as sharing quiet moments of Disney joy, that really is what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I like most about the videos is I feel like I get to escape because we did an episode... Uh, a few episodes ago about our like favorite sounds of of Disney, mm-hmm. and you are doing a great job of capturing maybe the more obscure but still really recognizable sounds and areas and like soundscapes of Disney. So I guess I'm here mostly just to thank you for that because yeah. it's been very helpful. Oh, I feel like, I feel like it's I feel technology. Like I, need, I wish that... I could carry you around with me and uh, <laughs> have you we'll introduce you me right. everywhere. We'll That's so nice. Right. That's so no, sweet. But I feel like this is the type of kind of technology that we think like, oh, oh, only Disney has access to some of these things. Like, oh, these are things that like Disney people do. So it's cool to see somebody outside doing some of these things that you can just go on YouTube for free, right? Because Disney charges for a lot of their stuff. Yes. Um, you just you do it for free and you post your stuff and it's incredible. Like the just how clear everything like it's like crystal clear and the sounds are great and you are you just feel like, wow, you're there. I could be there, just, yeah. So, put it on your big TV or, you know, on your phone or whatever and look around. That's the thing. So if you do it on a phone, you get to take full advantage of, 
like the 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 viewfinder kind of situation where you can do the 180 or 360 degrees. So I don't want to get too bogged down in the, in the technology because it's going to go way over my head. So <laughs> if you want to immerse yourself a little bit differently into some sights and sounds at Disney, definitely check out here at the Magic, and you'll see what I'm saying if you go there on your phone because as you tilt your phone or like the video goes with it. Right. So like, it's like what Facebook type of sorcery, Jason, are you <laughs> performing here? The best kind, only the so. best kind. So like, what? It's, it's, tell me about like the equipment you use. Like, you know, what? Like, what's it look like for you? So it's it's actually a lot simpler than. Um, it's always kind of embarrassing to explain it because, <laughs> like, I when I go when I when I go into the parks uh, or to a resort with friends who do a lot of photography, like you know, professional level photography, mm-hmm. um, they I, I feel like they look down upon me with disdain and. <laughs> Like, 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 because I could really, with the exception of my tripod, I could go in with my gear in my pockets. Okay. Mm, okay. Um, no uh, shame. No shame. I, I mean, there's an advantage to it, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, we're blessed by this miniaturization of things, and uh, and so the the 360 camera that I use and the 3D 180 camera, they're two different cameras. Um, the 3D 180 is like a stereoscopic camera so think of um a viewmaster type of thing yeah uh, like two has two lenses um so it's filming uh kind of vantage point for each eye at okay. the same time that that folds up nicely and going in a pocket i use a and that's an insta 360 evo camera okay uh, i also use an insta 360 camera uh, which is the camera i use for 360 videos you can use the evo for 360 also but it, i don't think it stitches as, as cleanly so you don't get as uh nice of an immersive experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do use a different camera for 360. And I don't, you know, I haven't done a ton of 360 and I'll come back to the why yeah. in a yeah, second. Most of your 180s. Yeah, yeah, which was exactly the opposite of what I thought I would do in the beginning. And then I also shoot, oh, so then the sound I use, um, it's a it's a pair of headphones. They look like earbuds. So they look like you're wearing just normal earbuds, except the microphones are in the ears. Gotcha. So you so instead of hearing you don't use them to listen you use them to record Record. it's kind of weird right well it's interesting Um, because then it takes on a recording from the perspective of the person right because it's in your two ears so it gotcha okay literally your eyes and your ears yeah yeah it does it does make for some awkward robotic like looking situations so i have to remember that when i'm moving the camera from like for example i'm on the skyliner did a, a 3D 180 video on the Skyliner, um, and I was capturing 3D sound at the same time. Mm-hmm. And as I was turning the camera to avoid uh, having it shoot, like having the uh, setting sun directly in the lens and blinding yeah. everyone, um, <laughs> as I'm moving the camera, I realized I have to move my body and my head too, because otherwise the sound isn't going to match the vantage right. point of the viewer. That so makes sense. So, would it be easier if you just took in like a mannequin head and attached these things to a mannequin <laughs> so they, head? <laughs> so they literally make that. They they seriously make those things. They're like, and this guy just came in with a mannequin face. I don't know. I don't you know. know. It's attached to things. <laughs> I'm very self conscious, which is a which is a difficult and unusual thing in this space. Like the whole Instagram. Yeah. You know, like like it is hard for me. Like I I I cringe every time I go to do anything. Because I'm always worried, like, oh, do I look weird? People are watching me. Like, am I gonna? Well, am I gonna also disrupt someone else's um, right. experience? I have to be really careful about that. About that. Um, 
And I get really self-conscious about bringing stuff into the park too. Like I, I feel bad that I have to have this GoPro bag. Most of the zipper sections they don't even use, but I have to open them because the security mm -hmm. folks mm -hmm. need to go through yeah. each one. And so I feel I'm like very apologetic as I go through into the park. And I'm and I'm always nervous about like this tripod. Like, are they going to tell me I can't bring the tripod in? Um, because it's not too big, you know, it's within Disney regulations and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm always just very self-conscious about it. Well, if I, I was to put a head, if yeah, I put to something that looked like a head in the bag. I think you should just try it and then let us know what they say. Oh my God. <laughs> there are people really I know who would do this, no problem. Yeah. Now, are your cameras like something that you could attach to a helmet like a lot of GoPro people do? Um, I could, yes. Um, I've seen, I've seen people in the parks. Remember what shit. I said about the self-consciousness? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pretty. That's what I'm saying. I have seen people in the parks with helmets on with the GoPros and I'm like, hey, yeah, it's a little much, but okay. I've seen no, people it, it strapped with like strapped on their chest. I've seen that maybe more than I have on the head. No, I'm talking like the helmet, oh, like when people go gosh. surfing or yeah. snowboarding or whatever, and they like have it attached to their head. So I, right, um, yeah, I judge those people. Yeah, <laughs> I, like just just be honest. <laughs> so Jason, you say that you're worried about looking weird when mm -hmm. you're in the parks doing these things, and I'm here to tell you that you probably do look weird. But hear me out. That's okay because I look weird doing whatever the hell it is I'm doing, and Beth is the same thing. And I think we're all yeah. weird. I think we're all wrapped up in our own world so much. This is something I'm still wrapping my head around. So I'm still trying to like put it into practice that. Yeah. I think for the most part, people don't really notice or they will notice, but they're going to immediately forget because they just, they just realize, oh my gosh, I got to get to my fast pass. And then boom, yeah. guy with the, with the helmet or the mannequin head is no yeah. longer, maybe, you know what? The mannequin head might stay a little longer in their thought than, than you just <laughs> having like your equipment and stuff. So I, I wouldn't worry about it too much because I do the same thing. Like sometimes, you know, I'm in the parks and, and I'm like recording myself and like, I'm always thinking like, are people watching me and stuff? But it's like, well, you know what? Isn't the goal to make people watch me? I don't know. So right. uh, I do kind of feel that way. And I want mean, my, my, that's the opposite of my goal, though. My goal is to actually um, be stealthy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's to not be in the shot. And, which, right. and so to get back to the 360 video, that's yeah. why I don't do as much 360 oh, be because I do not want to be in the shot. And it's extremely difficult to not be in a shot and so also not have to be head. worried about your gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so if you'll if so, I did this video recently of um, where I walked from the Polynesian uh, from the beach to the Grand Floridian mm -hmm. and took the boat back to the Polynesian. It was, it was cool. Um, and I was very deliberate in how I held the little selfie stick, which I can't use in a park anyway. Right. Um, and I, you know, made sure I put this, the, uh, uh, you know, the logo position kind of above my head, like a halo, which is the only yeah. time I'll have a halo, probably. But I put it above my halo, uh, above my halo, above my head. And so you can't really see me. And it's because the whole idea is like, I'm not to be the subject matter. Basically. Yeah. That, it, it is supposed to be as if you were there to experience it. Like clearly it's the way that I experienced it in that moment, but it's really meant to transport somebody to that place in time as if they were there as close as possible to as if they were there. And so I need to be out of the frame. I did, I did a 360 video um, uh, uh, next to Gertie at Hollywood studios. And I went and, you know, it's almost like a little where's Waldo thing. I went and like hid, around the corner on a bench. Um, and so you can kind of see my legs in the shot, you know, uh, my salmon colored shorts that everybody makes fun of when I wear. And, um, but here's, here's the other, here's the other risk is that, um, or maybe about halfway through the filming, guests do start to come over 
Like they're curious. Right. right. Yes. That's what and I'm I, and I have video that I can, I'll never be able to share one because of, you know, for privacy purposes, I want to yeah. put somebody else's face out there, but man, it's funny. It's so funny. I mean, the, the, the shot of the woman who walks up looking at the ice cream cone directly <laughs> in the camera and like, you don't know it, you don't know it unless you turn around if you're in 360 mode. And yeah. you turn around and look, that's how I discovered it. And it freaked me out because there's like, women oh. staring at me, looking at an ice cream cone. But, but so you end up with situations like that, which, right. you know, and oh, that also people want. ask, I don't know if this happens to you guys or not, but I, I get asked to take people's picture all the time. Oh, they like, think they, your photo pass? Like, I want to be in your video. No, 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 no. Like, like I don't know if they think that I'm a photo pass person I, yeah. or what. Maybe I just, okay. maybe I just look approachable, even yeah. though I try to not look approachable. I will have the headphones in though. I will even be like, you know, uh, I try to make it look like I'm doing something, even when I'm not doing something, so people don't disrupt me. But, yeah. but people will still come up and say, "Do you mind if you take our picture?" Which, of course, just do the. I'm like, just point, yeah, yeah, yeah. Point to your head. I just do it. Here's I just a thought, because you know, because I don't want to be a jerk. This Disney, the whole idea is it's, you know, meant to, like I need to be part of that process of making people happy, right? Even as yes. a guest. Yeah. So that That's was going to be one of my questions for you too. Like we always ask our, our our guests that have these Instagram accounts, why Disney? Like, what is your history with Disney? Did you just grow up with it? Like, why Disney when you can shoot all these other beautiful places in the world? Yeah, I've been in love with Disney since my first trip to Disney when I was like four years old. Okay. Um, I I can't explain why beyond the things that sound trite, like. Get it. You know, I had these childhood memories, and it makes you feel safe, and it makes you. And it's, it's just, and 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 I didn't come frequently, like a lot of people. Like I, yeah. I came when I was four years old uh, with my grandparents. We stayed at Fort Wilderness, and it was just the Magic Kingdom. And um, you know, it was the first summer that they had uh, Main Street Electrical Parade. Wow! Mm. Uh, so it was like 1977, and it was just or 78. I don't know, 77. Um, let's go with 77. I will uh, say and, that is we have in common because my first trip i was four years old and it was with my grandparents <laughs> see it was not in the 70s though and it was not in the 70s <laughs> <laughs> so i um i don't i mean it's the first set of memories that i have that are like contiguous and i mean mm -hmm. like like i have full like not full days but like contiguous days of memory yeah like the things that we did that week yeah. um and so it had it 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 just had this huge impression that stuck with me. And then I returned when I was 13 with my, with my family. And then I returned for my honeymoon and my, oh. when I was 23 wow. okay. um, with my high school sweetheart, I'm still, we're still married. Um, and so she fell in love with Disney. We came a much, a much more frequently um, once we had our first shot of two boys, one recently turned 18. Um, I know, I know it's, I, like, senior year? Are we in senior year? Yeah, senior year. Senior year. Um, like over with, right? <laughs> I know. Now. He's so done. He's so yeah. done. Um, and then I have a 14-year-old, too. Mm -hmm. And um, so we brought them, I would say, every other year on the average. Um, yeah. Just in, it was like uh, the fall of 2018, um, I, I came home from work. I actually had just finished listening to one of Lou Mangiello's WDW radio podcasts mm -hmm. and his episode on moving to Disney. Okay. Okay. And I came home and I was telling my wife about it and and she said, "Oh yeah, well that, you know, that'd be fun to do someday, like move to Disney." And we had talked about it like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. right. I was like, "Hey, wouldn't it be fun if?" But it was like this thing you do in retirement. Yeah. You're right. Um and I said to them, "What if we what if we just do it now?" 
<laughs> and and you know, within days, we had scheduled a trip to come here to 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 visit and to scout about houses and schools and stuff. And we had went long story short, we closed on the house um, about a month later, wow. and and moved. And uh, my my real job is in the veterinary in veterinary space, so. Um, okay. I'm a part owner and CEO of a small group of uh, veterinary specialty hospitals in California. Wow. Okay. Um, and we had already started growing our remote workforce. And so this kind of wasn't a giant step in that mm-hmm. direction culturally. And my partners agree that, you know, as long as it works, it's cool. And so I moved to Florida. I work remotely. I go back to California once a month. Cool. Um, well, not now because yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Not, not right um, now. <laughs> but the why Disney piece is because there's this emotional attachment. Um, it was really just about, you know, it'd be really cool if after, at the end of a hard day, if we could just go to the park. Yeah. yeah. Like that's your playground. <laughs> I mean, you know, you like, like I have a really hard day and I mean, I've, and I've done this. I've, I've had difficult conference calls. I'm like, if I'm going to have a hard conference call, I'm going to do it from the beach. Yeah. of beach and yacht club yeah. i'm gonna go and sit somewhere in some quiet little nook of uh, animal kingdom yeah mm-hmm. uh, maybe tambu lounge <laughs> and man it is it is amazing it's wonderful yeah. so that, like I, I don't know if i answered your question that was like a long crazy one. to think that that's even an option too it's like some people can literally just go to hang out somewhere at disney yes. and work like i want to know how many people actually do work from disney you know what i mean a, a lot yes like local people because you yeah. think about you know, people that they'll go sit in a coffee shop and do work or whatever. That's kind of like their office away from home. It's like how many people's office away from home is literally Disney. Yes. I know people who are listening to this episode who do that. I know for sure that they are, they don't live here, but when they travel here and they do their blog stuff, they sit in a lobby somewhere and they write some stuff. And I think that's so cool. I, I don't do work from Disney because I work at Disney, which I guess, (laughs) right. But um, I do use Disney as a treat. So if I have to do like an adult thing that I don't want to do, like I had to go to the dentist <laughs> a while ago and yeah. I didn't, I hate it. So I went to the Magic Kingdom that night. Incidentally, I went to the dentist this morning and I can't even use Disney as a treat oh. because the freaking place is closed. I know. So it's I have like to your version of retail therapy. But it is. No. because so where, really, so where would you go? Where would you, what would, what would you It doesn't, do? anything that will, because uh, I can chew a little easier right now, not to make a, you know, but anyway, so I would go get something that I shouldn't be eating probably and not to like make myself to be at one d- dimensional because I always talk about the peanut butter pie. That's exactly what I'm craving from the contemporary right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I can't, I think I'm craving it most because I can't have it. That's probably what's happening right now. Did you see no, the picture really from the bad. contemporary where they made a heart shape out of the windows with their lights on? No. Oh, I believe it was, even though that was a publicly viewable thing, I'm pretty sure that was just the contemporary telling uh, me that it loves me back. Yeah. They were oh. like, look, yeah. we got peanut butter pie. It's waiting for you. It's Don't waiting for me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, we know we're cold and contemporary looking, but we're giving you a virtual hug. Yes, That's pretty much. Yeah. So, Jason, yeah. I'm curious to know for your current projects where you're going out mm-hmm. there and you're filming this sometimes 3D, sometimes 180, sometimes maybe not as much 360. Mm-hmm. Which came first for you, the technology or that you wanted to do it and then you went out and got the equipment? I wanted to do it. And and I don't I I wish I could tell you the day or the why or the like I just thought it would be fun to mm-hmm. do some videos. Yeah. Um, and I and the first thing I did was actually the I bought this device. I'm because I'm a bit of a tech junkie. Tech nerd? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's it's a problem. I probably need an intervention <laughs> of some sort. Um, 
your what your wife's like this is not helping like i'm pretty <laughs> you being, sure you going on this podcast to talk about this is not helping no it's not and like i'm pretty sure i have like a box from amazon on my porch yeah. right now waiting <laughs> like and should we, um, wait? should we take a pause while you go get it <laughs> no because all the other stuff that's going to work with it isn't coming until april 21st uh, anyway oh because gosh. of the delays and stuff which is cool um I don't, don't need anything, right? Yeah. But, I don't know, Beth. Uh, I think we should let him go get it. He's starting to twitch. He's got like this little yeah. like shake. Yeah, Maybe like, we should I let him. I don't know. <laughs> What's worse, having this and not having the other parts? I don't or... know. Um, well, I also like to let it sit out there for a while right now to make sure that any virus stuff yeah. dies. Or, you too, know, just you know. to see if anybody is going to come steal it. I don't know. Yeah, let's yeah well, wait. I, what is the ring camera for if not for capturing people <laughs> taking your stuff? Right. I, feel, I think it's funny that how obvious the ring is, but people still steal packages. And I'm like, you know, you're on camera, right? Like many videos I, of people on the ring stealing things. I think it's like it's car alarms, though. Like, I think like at this point, who really notices a car alarm or anything? And, and my, you have so many of these videos that get posted to the ring network. Not, now I'm going on a complete tangent, but like they get posted <laughs> of like, oh, look here. They, look at these scoundrels who came to my door and tried yeah. to sell me cookies like they're Girl Scouts. <laughs> They're not scoundrels. Like, or, look at this bear. Notes? Like, really? It's not a bear. It's a cat. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Don't pay attention yeah. anymore. Someone coming anyway. to my house to sell me cookies to ruin my waistline sounds like a scoundrel to me. I have a hard <laughs> enough time. I have a hard enough time not going to the grocery store and buying cookies, and then they come to your house, and it's like get out of my face. True. Anyway. Are your kids do? Are you kids into this stuff, or they're just like, oh, that's like a nerdy thing Dad does. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, mostly the nerdy thing that does, and, and, I, and I'm sure that they. I mean, my kids tell me on a regular basis that I, I post too much to Instagram. Um, They're just jealous. I, like, yeah, I, that my stories are cringy. That like, oh, that's just normal, like dad to son. Yes, you know, whatever. That's your dynamic. Yeah. You can't really escape that. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm like, wait till you have grandkids. They'll be banging down your door to like record <laughs> everything and anything. So right, right. Uh, don't want to rush that process, though. Hopefully you have some time since I heard their ages are 18 and 14. So hopefully there's some yeah. time before you get some grandkids. <laughs> so I was going through your Instagram uh, and leading up to this episode. I don't want to say stalking you, but that's the point of Instagram, right? But you made a claim and I want to hear your thoughts and maybe some elaboration on it. It's not controversial. It's just you oh, you boy. named you named something as the quote best. You said something about Trump and we just want to ask <laughs> yes. you. I'm just kidding. Oh, how long do you have? No. <laughs> It's season. not even a matter of time. It's a matter of patience. So um, you said that I don't know how to pronounce the. Okay. I'm not a cultured person, Jason. Okay. So let's just get oh. that out of the way. The newer uh, signature restaurant in Japan mm. at Epcot is called. Takumite. Mm. That one. You, uh, I have you on record uh, as saying, quote, best food experience on Disney properties. I want to know what was your experience like at this signature dining restaurant at Japan and Epcot? The first time or the second time? Wow. Well, I guess what made you want to come back the Ooh. second time? Um, well, the second time I came back with friends. The first time I went alone. Okay. Which which I don't love dining alone typically anyway, like yeah. in, in that, that kind of place. But it was ex it was extraordinarily lonely, um, but not lonely, like smothering. The first time I went was during the soft opening and uh, it was it was empty. It was legitimately empty inside. And I went right towards, you know, close to the opening because um, I was escaping a rainstorm. And uh, it, I had, I have pictures, uh, like I had the entire dining room to myself, or at least that, that one room that I was in. Yeah. Uh, and I was waited on and I had the, the, uh, you know, omakase type experience. Um, and I had this, I mean, like, it was like a three hour long meal. 
by myself wow. with like super attentive mm -hmm. cast members like and, and and they explain each step each each plate is explained and the significance of each dish and each part of the element of the dish and and it was there was a beverage pairing with it too and then and then the and then the general manager the uh, came over and started explaining to me about like, why he put the beverage menu together the way he did and I mean, it was like this it was this incredible experience um but also a little smothering yeah. i i'm a situational extrovert i generally just like to be left alone mm. um so this was really hard because i felt like oh my god i'm like i'm like i'm on stage just as much as they're on stage yeah. with this yeah. thing. Um, so I had to go back for a second experience with friends because I wanted a, a, a like a more normal yeah. experience, but it it delivered and then some. It, it is uh, it's a so you know have you seen the door to this place? Have you actually no. walked by? Mm -hmm. I mean, most people, that's the problem. I'm like I'm so scared it will go away because most people don't even know it exists. There's this right. nondescript door that's uh, right off to the side of the uh, the, the, the the market there and. And then below, uh, Tepanito, mm -hmm. and just you, and you don't really see it. There's a menu that's posted, but most people will miss it. Um, and and there's this door that you you go through. You're kind of escorted through, and then there's this, and then you you basically are now in an experience. The minute you walk through the door, uh, you are in like an attraction type experience. Mm -hmm. wow. And this, then when we went the second time, um, our dinner was. I think we had reservations like seven for seven o'clock. Um, you have this multi-staged dinner. You know, it's uh, uh, beyond a tasting menu. I mean, it's incredible. By the end of it, this is again like because there's four of us now. There's it's like a three three and a half hour dinner. That's crazy. We leave. The park is now closed. Yeah. Uh, Illuminations was still running at the time. We had no clue that it even ran. That's how uh, kind of. I mean, like you really feel trans. Away you are. You're not just tucked away, but it's like it's it's you are transported to this other place, yeah, and you you're forget like really where you are. Into the culture of like you're not even in. You're literally in Japan. They end with this tea service that where they explain the significance of the tea service and the and the all the steps involved in the tea mm -hmm. service and and teach you how to hold and receive the cup and I mean it's almost religious and it's mm -hmm. uh, like right. you know it, the the. Uh, ceremony if you will yeah that's exactly the right word um and it's it's just beautiful the food is very good it's not the best i don't think it's the best food on property yeah but it's i, I still say the it's experience. the best food experience yeah and because it is an attraction like experience right i'm looking at the menu and the only word on here i can pronounce is is miso Everything else is, is yeah. foreign to me. So that's how I yeah. know it would be. It's, this is probably a little bit out of my food comfort zone. Not in a bad way. Just I like I, I wouldn't normally gravitate towards this kind of thing. But right. hearing you speak so highly of it, and it sounds like it's more than just the food. It's an experience, which usually yeah. is the case when it's, when it's signature dining. Mm -hmm. um, I worry about it because it's a, it's a very um, fine dining-like experience. And it's, but it's inside the park. Mm -hmm. which I think creates, you know, creates an, a, a big barrier. And then the cuisine itself, I think, creates an additional barrier. And then the location, it creates an additional barrier. And then the cost is also on the higher side. A little, so yes. that's what makes me worry that, that um, not that it'll go away as much as they'll just change in nature. Um, right. So if you're going to, I mean, right now we can't experience anything. Um, 
But if you're going to experience it, I would experience it soon before it changes, like right. as soon as you can once it's back. In addition to not being able to pronounce most of the things in the menu, as I'm looking at the prices, I'm I'm perspiring. I'm breaking out into a sweat. I'm like, oh. <laughs> the best yeah. deal is to get the omakase or the chef's. What are the, I forget what they call it actually in the menu. But the, the omakase t- tasting the, menu. Yeah, that's the best deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, okay. and I would I actually would would advise not to get the beverage pairing. Um, I don't think it's necessary, and I think it's a little too much. You actually end up leaving tipsy if you yeah. <laughs> do the whole thing. Well, um, I mean, if that's the point, if that's what you're. Yeah, that's true. It is up to that, right? But uh, what's the pr- do you, is the price on there? I don't the, know the uh, that taste the omakase tasting menu is one fifty. Yeah. So if you compare that to the individual uh, yeah. plates, and and you see all the things that you get with the tasting menu, it the, the tasting menu actually becomes a decent deal. Yeah, it looks and pretty you, good. Well, if you've eaten it like. Uh, uh, some of the other, you know, signature restaurants around property. Once you start, you know, comparing meals, it's not yeah. that outlandish. Outside of your time in Japan, I do want to ask you about your Instagram for a second because your your profile pic is you and one of the country bears. Let's well, liver lips. Yes. So what's the deal here? Are you a big country bear fan? Is this like your favorite Disney attraction? I do like the country bears um, because I feel like they're uh, they're overlooked. And always threatened. Like I feel like there's always this threat that they're going to go away. Um, so that so that there's that right. But th- this particular situation was one where I'm if my and the other the sort of partner photo to that is on my Facebook group page, mm-hmm. um, and it's it, it's a picture that a friend of mine uh, snapped from afar because it turns out I was filming. Um, and as I was filming, I was taking a picture that to go with a to go with a video that I just shot. Uh, Liverlips was just wandering, which you don't really see that often in the Magic Kingdom, like right. you do in Disneyland. He was just right. wandering around. He came up from behind me and just decided just like to hang out behind me while I was while I was filming and taking pictures. And so um, my friend got a picture from afar because he has an awesome camera. A picture from afar of us together, me having no idea. And then as I turn around, there's liver lips. I'm like, oh my goodness. That was that was freaky. But then of course I said, I have to get a selfie with you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the picture. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's the country bears. So we're in this weird time with characters because, you know, back in the day, characters roamed around and you could just get your picture taken with them and it was fine. But now it's like there are some where you don't they look like they're wandering around, but they're really like walking to somewhere like with their person. And so sometimes you're like, oh, can I get a picture? And they're like, oh, we're on our way to our spot. So you can come over there and get a photo. And so then people feel awkward. They don't know like who can I approach and who can I not approach? So I feel like with the country bears, it is a little awkward because they have a person with them. And so mm-hmm. you're like, are they, are they on their, are they on their way? Can we get a, can I get a photo? Like, is it, and they're always like, sure. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't know because half the time <laughs> you're getting blocked by somebody because it's not Disneyland. For sure, it's not Disneyland. Yeah, they just roam around in Disneyland. They just roam. They just roam around. Yeah, yeah. that's the they, one thing I miss about just having all the characters kind of roaming around, doing their thing, interacting with people. It's not this like, oh nope, you got to go stand in that hour long line over there if you want to <laughs> talk to them. So it is weird, but that's why one thing I love about the Country Bears because now I know I'm like, oh, they are roamers. Like mm-hmm. there is no line for them. They're the roaming characters. Just walk up to them and you can get a photo with them. And they're like, they have the most incredible faces. Like, how can you not laugh at their faces? Like, seriously. It's so much fun. Yeah, I love those guys. And, so, and a lot of times, if you're there in the morning, mm-hmm. um, 
that's a good time to catch them roaming around and yeah. they are just kind of free roaming and they'll you know approach people from behind and scare them which is great to see it is fun to watch i'll, I'll give mm -hmm. you that um mm -hmm. so jason a couple of times now you've hinted at having some photographer friends and i thought it would be nice for you if you want to give them a shout out if you if you feel that strongly about their photos and i'm, I'm also oh, yeah. curious to see if i know any of them well, so the so the guy who took that picture, uh, his name is Colin Colin Kendall. Oh, guy um, for WDW. That's it. Yes. That's see, see, great minds. Um, so he was the one who. Uh, I mean, he's kind of a partner in crime. He he lives in Kentucky, so he's not he's not local, but he comes frequently. And then so we'll get together and go into the park together. And um, he's the one. He's really helped me get past a lot of the self consciousness mm -hmm. part, you know, and um, to the point where now I think I've, I've like surpassed him in my willingness to do certain things yeah. and to, you know, go to certain places. Not, not you know, like I never go anywhere that's not appropriate or allowed. You know, like it's like, you don't know, like trespass. Right. right. Um, but there are, you know, there are, I think spots where you can set up that, other people would probably feel uncomfortable setting up and uh and he's kind of helped me through that part of the process his stuff's amazing yeah i had a feeling you were going to say colin because i my goal is to get him on this podcast too so no pressure but like just nudge him this way for us oh yeah 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 he because would, yeah he, he, he posts some really interesting things because yeah he has a, of course he's got a disney blog guide for wdw but every now and then he'll pop in like a more introspective article about being kind to one another and stuff and i remember i reposted it a few a few weeks ago whenever it was he maybe months ago at this point when he posted it and I stand behind it and it was a really cool article and I'm glad that people are, are approaching things with that mindset, probably especially could be applied maybe more now than when he intended it Absolutely. Um, at the time he wrote it. So, uh, but yeah, he seems like an interesting guy and I'm, and I'm interested in, in uh, chatting with him. So before He's we get, before we get into our lightning round questions, I want to give people a little bit of a sample of, uh, of what they can expect if they, you know, tune into your, sometimes you'll post the videos on your Instagram, but mostly your YouTube channel is, is the host. So if you're if you're wondering like what is it that I'm getting myself into if I go to here with magic on on YouTube, I posted it on my the Disney Greg account the other day because I just I didn't know I needed it as badly as I did as when I was watching it. But it was the like the Starfield finale. Yeah. Of... yeah Starfield. I have to tell you the story behind that. Too. Okay. So here's here's a little bit of of what that sounds like. If you're not sure what exactly I'm talking about, this is of course in Spaceship Earth, which. We may or may not be able to see again because it's supposed to close on the 26th, and who knows when? Sure it's done. Who knows when uh, Disney World's opening again? But this is the some of the audio uh, that Jason captured for that from that. Just like I think it's an hour, an hour long loop of that, yeah. and it's and then it's like those the you know the the stars that they have in the ride, and you can see it, and Where it's you're just like laying backwards. Oh, much. so peaceful. Which I'm sure for some people is their definition of hell. Like if they were to get stuck on the ride in that one spot, like yeah. they were like, oh my God. Like, um, so when I was a kid, uh, well, when I came to uh, Disney World when I was 13, we got the, the, we were on Space Mountain or we were in line for Space Mountain and the ride shut down for a long period of time. And we were stuck in this one spot. And um, to this day, I can remember the little like mini advertisement that was being played at that one in the Star Tunnel area. And mm -hmm. it was um, uh, Space Shuttle is in audio communication with Earth Mission Control. Space Lab Alpha Flight Control is tracking departing space shuttles with RCA communication systems. Like, like I can imagine somebody <laughs> yeah. would get stuck. Like, and so, well, you love this thing. Some people hate it. But that's this is this is more what I'm trying to do more of is to 
is to have these experiences, you know, these, like capture these experiences, capture these moments that are like literally the quiet moments of joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the shores of Seven Seas Lagoon mm-hmm. or, yes. you know, a sunset boat ride from, you know, ferry ride from one resort to another. Uh, and another would be this one little tiny moment that I adore. It's one of my favorite parts of, of Spaceship Earth. Mm-hmm. And it's fleeting. And so this I happened to capture this video the Saturday before. So this was a Saturday the 15th. It closed, you know, mm-hmm. the parks closed on the 16th. I went on to this, it's kind of like this goodbye uh, experience. I somehow managed to not touch anything on the way because I'm also cognizant, <laughs> like, okay, we're, yeah. this is probably dangerous too. And on the on the kind of coming down the hill, I uh, you're kind of coming down backwards. I just decided on the fly. I actually caught that. I actually captured that off of my iPhone. And when I got home, you know, it's a week or so later, I I, I decided I'm just going to loop this. Yeah. And that's so that's what it is. It's just this loop. Yeah. Um, because I, it's what I wanted. Like I want to put it up on the TV and just have it running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for some people, I think I got a really strong response to it. So I think there's a lot of people who are like us. Yeah, um, some people, when they have a sound that they like, they wanted, like I, uh, we, when we did our sounds thing, I said the Star Tunnel at Space Mountain is one of my favorite loops. Somebody did it's a on my short, hour, it's on my list. It's yeah, on my they list. did a four hour loop of it. And I'm like, I'm here for this. If I'm like working on something, yeah, it's I love great like, background. I used to write blog stuff, I used to just put that on in the background and do, you know, you can get all this. I things love done. that. All right. Well, we've we've gotten to that point. How are you feeling? You're feeling ready to answer some some questions? I am feeling fresh mouth. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Good. Okay. Maybe a live jingle from Beth? <laughs> fast packs back. Oh, I did it wrong. Fast pass facts. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Oh, I like the little here we go on the end there. There you it go. That was great. new. That was new. It's different yeah. every time. Where's right. our music, Greg? Do you have our music? It's there. It's going. Okay. That's what I was waiting for, and I didn't hear it. We're good now. All right, Jason. Wishes or happily ever after? Happily ever after. Oh, I love how quick you are. Favorite Disney character? (sighs) To meet and greet or in film or in... We're asking the questions here, Jason. Dopey. Okay. Dopey. Dopey. Love it. Your favorite quick service restaurant? Hmm. The one I admit to or the one that I secret? (laughs) Your favorite. Secretly. No, secret. secret. Come on. We want the secret. It's a secret, the dirty little secret one that everyone's going to make fun of me for saying now. Yes. It's the refreshment port in Epcot. Love it. I love it. <laughs> because uh, the Bloody Marys, they're like a meal. Okay, well, that's like nothing to be embarrassed yeah, about. Yeah, you're uh, allowed to like what you like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your favorite Epcot festival? Oh, Flower and Garden. Yeah, for sure. Should we be allowed to boo when an adult puts their child on their shoulders? Oh. Oh, no. Were no. You that Were you that Do you dad? prefer physical violence? <laughs> That's my next step. <laughs> it's like, we should just shame him on yeah. Instagram. Just pull no, the kid I think, down. I was, I was probably that. You know, I never did the shoulder thing because I, I am thoughtful. Um, but I'm more, you know, I'm more, I'm more bothered by people who are recording, like the six thousand yes. people who yeah. are capturing yeah. on video. But That's true. yeah. Um, okay, my next one is: Where's your? We say your favorite spot to zen out at Disney. Since this is your thing, what's your favorite spot? Oh my God, I'm so, I'm so afraid you were going to ask me that. Um, <laughs> it's like asking your, who's your favorite child, but you have like 16 you, children. You have one. You Everyone's have a favorite child. Really has but a favorite we, yeah. child. We all know that. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I think uh, the, so. So, so the the comfort food place for me, like from a like from a feel standpoint, my comfort food like place is just about anywhere at the Wilderness Lodge. Okay. Um, if it's a nice day, it's going to be down by Geyser Point. Um, if it's you know a cold day or something, I'm going to be inside, probably up on like second or third floor. This little by one of the fireplaces. Ooh, it's a great spot. I agree. And you have a couple of those uh, videos on your YouTube channel. I saw you've actually captured some audio from those exact yeah. places. One of which was, I believe, during Christmas. So you can get a little Christmassy vibe in there. Yep. Uh, Jason, your favorite mode of transportation in Disney? Oh, um, ferry, for sure. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is gonna be my last one for you, but it is your favorite area music loop to listen to. <gasps> Ooh. Oh man, this is so difficult. I mean, I think it's gonna. I think it's Tomorrowland. Um, okay. Yeah, Greg, I'm, I'm going. I'm, yes. <gasps> really? Oh, oh yeah. I love Tomorrowland. I'm good. Yeah, I love Tomorrowland. I like it at night better than during the day. Yeah. I don't know how you guys yeah. feel about that, but um, there's so many good audio loops. So I recorded the sound, um, just the sound. I I did some video in Galaxy's Edge, but I also did. Uh, about an hour's worth of sound capture that I got to figure out how I'm going to use. Mm, yeah. um, it is exquisite, like yeah. the sound, and it's so much better here than it is in Disneyland. Mm. Um, it, it's like too forced in Disneyland, but here it is just subtle enough to freak you out if you're yeah. sitting on a bench and like at night and you hear these noises behind you in the bushes. Yeah, like, it is. It's incredible. So it's so well done. Yeah, yeah. Maelstrom or Frozen Ever After. Oh, Maelstrom. Oh, interesting. It's a good question. How dare you? <laughs> That's right. Well, I'll tell you why. So, so I, um, well, uh, I'm not a huge Frozen fan, but mm -hmm. I, but I don't dislike the attraction. I actually okay. think it's a good. I actually think it's well done. Um, and you know, the whole let it go part. There's something so mm -hmm. emotionally powerful about that. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm still a purist when it comes to attractions in. Mm -hmm. Uh, in World Showcase, and we talked about this our last episode. How still I, there are. I, I and, and I don't and I'm, there's no right or wrong to it. It's just yeah. I feel like um, can I? Okay, so the Beauty and the Beast sing along. Yeah. Be nice. It, it's an abomination. <laughs> no, I love it. Oh, we it's, like it. it. Uh, well, the, it's to to replace illuminate and illuminate to replace uh, impressions of France with mm. that and I understand I understand the reasoning behind it and everything but it doesn't it's not even it's not even done as well as it should have been to respect the film mm. and the culture and like I think we feel like we get away from the whole the whole reason that these attractions existed to begin with was to help transport people to these other places that they mm. may never get to and right. um, it's not just about entertaining it's about it's about um, teaching and and immersing people in the 180s i mean they don't even take advantage of the 180 nature that's true i wish theater they did that. right and right. just such a lost opportunity um it could still have been a beauty and the beast related film but right. but but bring it in like tie it into france and i feel like that's what's missing also with the uh i think that's what's missing with you know maelstrom not being there anymore okay. i think it's fair like, enough we're missing that tie-in to the to the country. I understand that. Sorry. Well, no. When you bring in actual logic and facts and good reasoning, <laughs> it's tough to argue. You. I'm working purely on emotion. 
I, re- I remember that's laughing true. and hearing people saying, I was like, oh, this is a great time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get it. So, of course, if you want to follow Jason on Instagram again, he is at here with the magic. Same thing on YouTube and his website is here with the magic dot com. Mm-hmm. And on um, Facebook, too. You can go to Facebook.com slash here with the magic. Of course. The gr- and, and, you know, I want to plug the group page, too, okay. um, cool. because we do, you know, it's it's the one place where you can actually have conversations with people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and other folks, we have, you know, people sharing pictures of their own and videos of their own. And, and soon, maybe next week soon, um, I'm going to start doing a little, like, I don't know what I'm going to call it. Maybe like a luncheon view kind of thing. Yeah. Um, where just like a quick, you know, 15, 20 minute, um, you know, uh, video, like sharing a video, have a little chat with people while we eat lunch. Everybody's working from home, studying yeah. at home, whatever. So I was like, let's just, let's just start hang out. doing a little, yeah, just hang out for lunch for a little bit. So I'm going to yeah. start doing that um, over on the Facebook page cool. as well. I just requested to join the Facebook group. I may approve you. You better accept me or, or are we never releasing this episode. <laughs> it's the only, the only threat I can do right now. Um, what else do you have uh, coming up? What should be keeping our? What should we be keeping our R's? Oh my gosh! What our should R's. we be keeping? <laughs> Stop it! What? I'm going to get this out, and I'm going to keep all this in. What should we be keeping our eyes out for on uh, on all your stuff? But, so, so that's a good question. Um, so, right now, as we speak, YouTube is still processing the most recent video. Okay. Um, which is a, uh, it's because it's a, it's an hour long, uh, 3d 180 kind of VR experience. Um, gotcha. Of course you can enjoy it passively. It's probably better even enjoyed passively if you're going to watch it for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it is standing up, uh, on the train station, the magic kingdom overlooking towns, this, you know, the, the town square and yeah. uh, main street. And, um, I think like right now, especially we just need that, like just to kind of have on, and be have a happy place over there yes. sitting, you know, like I can watch it on the television. So that's going to come out hopefully tonight. It's really when YouTube decides, when the YouTube server gods decide that it's ready um, is when it will release. Now gotcha. I can start promoting it. Okay. Um, and then there's, you know, I'm digging into the archives a bit because I'm not in the parks filming. Um, but there right. is still a lot of stuff uh, that I really hadn't intended to ever release um, that I'm going to, probably pull out and uh including some stuff related to illuminations and um there's also some really cool video from the canada pavilion in epcot that i'm excited to interesting now when you say you're going to release things you didn't intend to release i just assumed it was going to be just an awesome photo shoot of you just all across me with the different world showcase pavilions (laughs) (laughs) creating creating postcards kind of situations well, yes, it's but that's my Brazilian Instagram account oh. um, that I that I use for that purpose. Good, I'm so um, glad we got that out of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, it's it's really these. There's shorter bits of film that um, I'm going to probably do some more loops because that seemed to be interesting to a lot of people. So I'm going to do some more of that. We'll yeah, keep. Think that's it. We'll keep our R's and our eyes peeled uh, on your Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, and YouTube channels. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, our show account is at That Park Life Podcast, or you can follow me individually at The Disney Greg. And you can follow me at Lost Princess Printing. If you like what you heard today, please head out to iTunes, leave us a review over there, like and subscribe to the podcast. Head over to thatparklifepodcast.com. 
gmail.com as well. There's some information floating around out there. Uh, thank you so much, Jason, for joining us today. I feel yeah. like we learned a lot about you and about the stuff you do and about how you what you consider to be an abomination in Disney World. It's good, good to know all that stuff. I'm still going to regret that. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Of course. All right. Well, that's all from us today. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. See ya. An abomination that hit me right in the heart. I mean, man, that was those are tough words. I know it would. I'm, I'm sorry. Just, I'm just giving you a hard time. It's totally fair. <laughs>